nah, it's your fault. That's your fault. We go by a different law. We're held to a higher standard. And again, we don't get excuses. We don't. You know, because remember last year, we won because we were in a bubble. That's the reason why we won. Even though they expected every team that we faced last year in the playoffs had the potential to beat us. The Portland's, the Denver's, like they just had it. They had it. Get into the finals, the Cinderella team in Miami, they had it. They had all the tools. They had all the reasons to beat us. And you fast forward. We get fans back into the Staples Center. You know what I mean? It's a shortened season, 72 games. But it's a quick turnaround for us. Miami went down in the first round. They got their ass whooped. I gave them an excuse. They tired. Jimmy Butler and his supporting cast, his supporting cast didn't show up. Jimmy Neutron didn't show up. Slick Rick the Ruler didn't show up. You got niggas pointing at niggas in the face. I don't know what's going on in Miami over there. But as far as my Lakers, we were primed and set to go back to back. Because that's what we do, right? Either we go on three-peat or at bare minimum, back to back. We got the tools. We got a top five power forward in the game. We got a top five small forward in the game. We got an all-time great, a living legend inside of a Laker jersey. We got the supporting cast who's been shaky all season. There's no excuse. We got two six-man of the years. Dennis Schroeder. Trez, Vogel, I got to holler at you. Even though I feel like, you know, he may not have made a difference, it would have been a little bit different. He would have played with a lot of dog in him because he's built like that. He's a dog himself. Would he have made a a difference in as far as I'm going to go as far as saying, I can't say this because they're not going to let me, they're not going to let me tell the truth. They're, or at least they're not going to let me tell my truth, which is, I mean, look, when AD went down, that was pretty much it, right? I think everybody agrees on that. Are we on the same page as that? Once AD went down, that was it. We once had a game, a playoff game at that, where our starting, our starting guards Gave us donuts. And I mean luxurious donuts. In a point column. I've been the biggest, uh, well, one, I ain't going to say the biggest because I've seen some crazy shit out there. But I've criticized Bron for at least half of his career. You know, it started out, they gave this man a silver platter, golden platter at that, coming into the league. He didn't quite pan out with Cleveland the first go around, and he had slugs over there, right? 
went to Miami. We all was against that move, except for people that were fans of <laughs> of Miami, right? <laughs> and uh, and he did his thing over there. He did his thing over there. Um, you know, and then ultimately he got he got all respect from me. I mean, every bit of it when he brought a chip to Cleveland. He got a lot of respect for that. The rumbling started going around, coming to Tinseltown. A lot of people didn't believe it. A lot of people didn't want to believe it. Fast forward, he gets an injury. It looks ugly for us, you know what I mean? I remember that Christmas game against Golden State. And then after that, it was all downhill, right? Start hearing more rumblings, offseason, AD. You know what I mean? Niggas took shots at uh they took shots at us when you know Kawhi and PG both signed to uh the Clippers when you know there was also rumblings that Kawhi and or PG might head over to the Lakers and that didn't happen. There were two earthquakes in Vegas and it happened during the the first opening weekend of the summer league uh when Zion was supposed to play against the Maple Mamba Everybody had to exit the arena when those two earthquakes applied. I mean, you know, took place. And, and, and then shortly after that, or during that, that's when Kawhi and PG-13 signed on to the Clippers. I was high as a kite that night. It was crazy. Boom, the Battle of L.A. is on. Battle of L.A. is on. You know? And, um... Clippers let us down in the Western Conference Finals. Well, because they didn't make it, you know. And we went on to win that championship. That was a that was a beautiful year during a during a pandemic because um, you know my Lakers and the Dodgers won in the same year. Haven't been done since '88. And I made a shirt. So we're prime. We revamped. We lost some key pieces, including Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, you know. And even though he didn't show up, Mr. DG3 did not show up for us, but still a valuable player in the league. As a matter of fact, I'm believing giving uh, giving second chances. But at the same time, this is how the Lakers work. And a lot of non-Laker fans have their own point of view on how the Lakers work, even though they're not fans and probably don't watch as often. Because they don't have time to worry about us, right? Until we start winning. <laughs> until we start winning, until we start losing. I don't know. You pick. It's, and it's a different standard. And I often tell other Laker fans, yo, don't waste your time arguing. We're not arguing about the same thing. A lot of fans are dealing with getting into the playoffs. A lot of other fans are dealing with getting over the hump. A lot of fans is just waiting to, uh, for that lottery. There's different levels to it. A lot of story franchises. Uh, shout out to the Knicks. Oh, I mean, well, and even more shout out to Atlanta. But I'm going to give a shout out to Phoenix. Phoenix is a, is a franchise that we had beef with in the early to mid-2000s. You know the uh, the 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 small little rivalry we had, you know, Steve Nash and and, and company. 
seven seconds or less. And they just couldn't get over that hump. You know, that was one of those teams that just couldn't get over the hump. Maybe it was a missing player. Or maybe it was the offense that just burnt them out. I mean, it's kind of like the Celtics, you know, with Antoine Walker in the game, where they would live and die by the three. That was that offense. Solid team, by the way. But I... I can't, I can't understand, well, I can't understand. I don't understand, it's, it's corny, I get it. I can't complain about it, though, because I am disrespectful when it comes to certain teams. Like Utah, Phoenix, they're in that, they're in that, uh, and, some, and somewhat the Blazers, those three teams right there, even though the Blazers have gotten to the Western Conference Finals um, recently, and prior to that, it was almost what you can consider a super team. They had a fucking stacked roster. I know because one of my favorite players was on there. A couple of my favorite players was on that on that uh, Jail Blazers team. Shout out to Bonzi Wells. But... There's no excuse because they're not going to allow Laker fans to get an excuse. You want to know why? Because as long as they lose, they got the answers. Well, when we're winning, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. You got to ask yourself sometimes. Why is it that Laker fans don't really care about other teams? Don't really care to comment about them? I mean, unless we're... In a matchup, then that's that's fair game. But I give a lot of compliments to a lot of uh, different players on a lot of the other teams. I actually like the Knicks. I might joke around about them. I might be petty and throw some shit out there on Twitter. I might jump in some jokes. But I like the Knicks. Or I like what they used to be and what they used to stand for. I guess that's what it is. And I guess that's what I'd be wanting back. Atlanta is one of those teams that I put in the same category. Actually, they're a bit lower than the Phoenix, Utahs, and the Portlands. The, the, those, those three teams that I just said are like the middle of the pack, and they've been the middle of the pack for a very long time. Like, as long as I've been watching basketball. There was only a short little stint that Phoenix were one of the cream of the crops. Dallas is like that, too. The Dallas Mavs is like that, too. And I'm talking about before Luka. Those middle-of-the-road teams, even though it took Dirk damn near his whole career to get one championship over there. With the help from, you know, Jason Kidd and Jason Terry and company and shit like that. But they were always in the middle of the pack because, again... I I was blessed to be born in a city where it's an attraction outside of basketball. It's the landmarks. It's the weather. It's the women. It's the scenery. You know what I mean. So it was easy to to uh, be a uh, to you know be appealing to players. But now it's different because I mean think about it. I mean Kawhi lives in San Diego, but he plays for the Clippers. Hear me when I say this. He lives in San Diego, but he plays for the Clippers. Obviously, a lot of people that's not from L.A. or, or from California in general wouldn't understand that. But just know it, it wasn't like it wasn't like that. Probably Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant did get away with that, even though Kobe Bryant was a little bit closer to the Staples Center than Kawhi Leonard. In other words, what I'm trying to say is 
these pl- these players are more privileged than they were back in the day. A lot more money, right? LBJ, up in age. This was probably going to be one of his hardest championships to win this year. Seeing that over there in the East, they had to look forward to the three-headed monsters over there in Brooklyn, who looks like they're going to skate through the East, seeing that Embiid is injured. They're pretty much handling Giannis as we speak right now. And if Chris Middleton doesn't take an edible before the game, he might not get jiggy. Supporting cast. It's no excuse. I can't. I can't. I can't bring. I can't bring a short turnaround to the table. They're not going to accept that. They won't. I can't bring injuries during the season and during the playoffs to the table. Why? They won't accept that. It was acceptable last year in the playoffs because it was the reason why. You know, we end up beating Houston, or we end up beating Portland, or we end up beating Denver. You know, there's a reason why Houston lost to Golden State, because of injuries, right? Key injuries. We can't bring that to the table. We cannot bring that to the table. You know what I mean? There's a reason why Brooklyn had their way with Boston, because of injuries. They can get that. That's acceptable. Not having not having JB on the squad and putting all that pressure on a young Tatum, that's a lot. But a lot of pressure on a 36-year-old who has no go-to move, never really had a go-to move. We can't we can't use that as an excuse. They don't care. The hate for the Lakers is much larger than common sense. The hate for the Lakers is greater than <laughs> our supporting cast didn't show up. And I actually like this bitch. The only the only difference between this bench and last year is that we had better rim protectors. That's it. That's it. Because Danny Green wasn't locking shit down. Although, I, I'm still open to giving him a second chance because the boy can shoot. It's just that he didn't show up. Other players did step up in his absence. The KCPs, the Rondos, the Caruchos, they did show up. But I'm about to get to that supporting cast because, obviously, I can't talk, about, I can't talk much about Anthony Davis. Why? Well, I mean, what can we talk about? He got injured. And it was one of those things where when he first got injured, and we knew we knew that they planned on sitting out for majority of the season, or at least half of the season, because they were tired. That's not it. Can't use that excuse. But we knew it. Now, I don't know if AD, I wouldn't say AD was rushed back. I And personally, I don't know. But he seemed like he looked pretty good because that last regular season, uh, matchup between Phoenix and the Lakers without Braun, AD went bonkers. He went bonkers. So he knew what he could do, right? But 
as far as Ron and his ankle, that's our first time seeing him fatigue like that. I mean, obviously he was fatigued in the in the, in the finals last year, but he had a different type of push to him. And and again, we had a lot of narratives around that. You know what I mean? Like he had already he had already took an L his first season as a Laker. Can happen again. Because the standards are different when it comes to the Lakers. You got to win eventually. One out of three, it's not bad, I say. We're greedy. We're selfish. We're spoiled. Rightfully so. I don't see how people can have a problem with that. If you don't have that same type of uh, uh, mood, that same type of attitude for your franchise, well, it's understandable. There's a reason why the Clippers... Fans are the way they are. There's a reason why they went over there to Golden State for a while <laughs> and came back once they signed two of the top wing players in, in, in the NBA. They came right back. True story. Ask about it. There's a lot of former Golden State fans that came back to the Clippers. Yeah. And and let's not forget that game three. Um, no, was it game, was it game two? I forgot which one it was, but yeah, $56 for a ticket to a playoff game in the Staples Center between the Clippers and the Mavs. Unheard of. I almost spent $1,700 on core-side seats for the Clippers just because, just for the experience. I've probably been to more Clipper games in the Staples Center than Laker games because they have more tickets available and better seats available. True story. $1,700 core-side. Almost bought that. But there's no excuse, though. Cool's got to go. For the longest, I've, I've argued for him. Not because of his game. Nah. It was mainly for his shooting. For his fit on the roster. I wasn't looking for him to, which some Laker fans did. But uh, again, you can't control who your family members are. But he showed a flash when he played with the AAU kids. He showed a flash of wanting to be that guy. He's nowhere near a number one option. Hell, he has problems controlling his third option abilities. And that's basically what he was. And he was at that at this point he was fighting for that fighting for that spot because or at least fighting for that role because we had Dennis Schroeder who was easily the third best Laker on the team. And he went through his ups and downs, in and out of the lineup, protocols and shit like that. Injuries and protocols, whatever the case may be. Same thing, you got to miss some time. Wes Matthews brought him over for the Danny Green role. That didn't really work out. I'm into second chances, though. No excuses. KCP playing that JR role. When he gets hot, it's a good thing. Ride or die. We know what camp you're a part of. You know what I mean? Caruso. I want to say he had um I mean he he dealt with some injuries second half of the season. Um yeah, and he got injured in in, in the first round of the playoffs. Didn't really matter. It was already over by then, but he definitely um, 
it, it, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same energy contribution from last year. Could be a championship hangover. Dennis Schroeder, yeah, I believe a lot of Laker fans did blame him for the L's. I do not agree with Magic, and I'm not saying that I don't believe believe in what he said. I don't believe he should have said it publicly. Not yet, you know. And I'm and I'm one of those cats like say what you're gonna say and say it with your chest. But I think that was more emotion than anything, because again, if you if you feel that energy from Magic, that's the same way Laker fans feel. Not 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 saying that we all agree with his message, but we understand that energy. You give us two, we gonna sit down, bro. <laughs> we are gonna sit down for a while. That's what we expect. Losing the Phoenix. Now, all due respect. Shout out to Book. We've been having our 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 our, our eyes on Book. Since he came into the league, because we know what Book can do, and he was the he was at the to, uh, at the bottom of the totem pole for Kentucky. Yet and still, we knew what he could do. You know what I mean? And after a few, you know, interactions and, and probably some some Bible some Kobe Bible books, Book said, "Yo, I'm about to I'm about to show y'all what it really is." And we still got our eyes on Book. Shout out to Dame too. CP three. Held it down that season. Didn't do really. I guess if you want to count his leadership in the playoffs. Okay, salute to him. Shout out. As far as, I mean, he had one good game that series. I would say. He did have an injury. Can't, well, can, am I allowed to give him an excuse for playing mediocre? But I did say this. If I wanted CP3 on a, on a championship roster, he will have to be the third fiddle. He's not going to be the guy that's going to lead you. He's not going to be the number one option, is he? He's not going to be the number two option, right? He had that opportunity in Houston. But different type of killer in Phoenix with Booker. You know what I mean? Aiden, I will say this. Brother, you have stepped up. You took a tremendous leap. You did. And salute to you. And as supporting Kaz... Played off of it. They did they, they did what they had to do. Salute to them. Now they're going off to play against Denver. Which should be tipping off in just a few seconds, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see how that turned out. But again, we had a lot of disappointing players. Vogel, I have to throw you in here. After giving you praise the full season. Matter of fact, I gave you praise before they even tipped off. I gave you praise being hired as the coach alone. I seen the work that you did before, and I was okay with it, especially what you did in Indiana. I was there. I watched it. I was seeing how you was giving that boy fiddles, that guy in Miami. And I said, he can do it. Now, will Vogel go down as an all-time great? Probably not, but he will go as a, a coach that we remember because he won a championship for the Lakers. This time around, I can look at both sides. I can see where you didn't make adjustments when we needed it. But at the same time, the adjustments that we needed, will they have worked? It just didn't make any sense why Trez didn't get Enough time. I'm not about to hound or hate on you for that, though, because that's spilled milk at this point. I don't think Trez would have made that much of a difference. But at the same time, I need to see it, though. 
Let me know it's not. I need to know for sure. Because I'm just saying that. It was outplayed. It was outplayed. But you got to give him an opportunity to get outplayed. That didn't look good on your resume, Vogel. It didn't. Jay Kidd was always the coach that we said was waiting in the wing. <laughs> Just cuffed under that wing. Like, he right there. He turned down that Portland gig. And, uh, shit, he might go back unless they get, unless they get somebody else. Hopefully that's the luring of Dane. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother show. Cool's got to go, though. I went, I'm not done with you. You got to go. You had opportunities. You had safe opportunities to be that, that third option where you just got to come in and knock down some shots. Come in and play some defense. That's it. We're not asking you to be the second option to where you know you have to score. That whole B.I. and Kuz argument is over now. Brother, you was kept because of what we've seen in the combine, because of what we've seen in summer league, because of what we've seen when you played with the AU team. Bro, you're going to come in here and you're going to knock down some shots. You're going to be the Robert Ory 2.0, younger athletic Robert Ory. And you couldn't even do that. You couldn't even do that. You can't even match the guy because he got a lot of rings over there. A lot. We about seven, about seven, eight. And you couldn't do that. You couldn't play the Robert Ory role. Schroeder couldn't play the Derek Fisher role. KCP couldn't play the Brian Shaw role. It's sickening. Yeah, y'all failed. It has to be some changes. At this point, you know, they saying, um, Yo, so some of these Lakers fans are already acting spoiled, talking about trade AD. You want to know why I'm not mad at that? Because if you're not a Laker fan, but you might be an AD fan on the low, but if you're not a Laker fan, you don't understand the anxiety every time this 6'11 nigga hits the floor. Every time. It's a slow drag, bro. And it's, again, we recognize the talent, obviously, because we gave up a lot to get him because we know what he can do. But just imagine if you know if he didn't have those injury issues, we wouldn't be talking like this. And it, it, the, the narrative would be different. Yo, we, we got some get back next year. Bro, he's going to have a full offseason, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that because me, hopefully, they got that fire lit now. You're going to have enough rest, and we're going to see what the roster changes is. But another 80, we're looking at another 82. We're looking at another 82 and possibly a new tournament in the middle of the goddamn season. Oh, well, I don't, I'm not sure when they implement that, but I heard rumblings about that as well. There's no excuses, man. And I honestly can't, I can't. I can't make any excuses simply because they won't allow me to. It's the Lakers. We're not going, they're, they're not going to give it to us. We either win or we win. And when we do win, there's not much to talk about. When we lose, everybody knows how to fix it, but everybody's glad that we lost.
when we win, there was nothing to fix and there's nothing to say. And that's just the way it is. As corny as it is, that's the way it is. I can see the Clippers winning the championship this year. See how easy that is? And I'm I'm the same guy that said I probably never I probably won't be alive to see their first championship. And, and by the grace of God, I get to my 80s, hopefully my 90s. I want to see a lot. But this is their best opportunity. Brooklyn looks like they're going they are the major front runner to win the championship. Salute to them. Let's see if Giannis can go on some set tripping shit and eliminate the super team over there in Brooklyn. Then he'll have an opportunity. But those are my three top teams. Everybody else just falls under that mediocre. Taking advantage of I can't say that. That's not fair. A lot of cats were injured. A lot of cats were tired. Short turnaround. Doesn't matter. Because of the Lakers, you can't use that excuse. Can't. You can't. Other cats, you know, I remember, you know, like when it comes to the NFL, yo, they need to cut some some of these games down the preseason. Too risky. I remember when Jordy Nelson got hurt in the preseason. For the Packers, out for the year. Ah, it's too many games. Preseason is not needed, you know. Cut it down to two. It's too much. Turnaround. Cats is going to be tired. A lot of injuries during the regular season. Is this due because of a short turnaround? Cats is tired? Nah, man. Nah. Because at the same time, I'll say this. I'll admit this. If we was to pick up a two-peat during this season, knowing that AD had to, you know, there's a possibility AD might go down, Braun looks fatigued. Yo, if he was to power through this, yo, it's, it's <laughs> we talking something different. <sighs> Here we are looking at one of the most, I think this is going to be one of the biggest off-seasons since, you know, AD coming to the Lakers since Kawhi and PG going to the Clippers. It's going to be one of those type of seasons. It's going to be one of those type of off seasons. You know what I mean? And I can honestly tell you, if if, if, if it doesn't happen next year, again, just like this year, there's no excuse. It's no excuse. We can't we can't use injuries. We can't use a short season, a short turnaround. We can't use that as, a, as an excuse. Not as a Laker. I was a Laker fan, I was a Laker player. We held to a different standard. Point blank, point, yeah, I mean, period. We got our eyes set. We've always had our eyes set on certain players. That's with other teams. We do that. We break up other marriages. That's what we do. Dame, Tatum, Booker, that's my top three. Other franchise, other fans of franchise, man, I understand that because their teams don't get the opportunity to act that way. Some of them are in locations where niggas don't want to live or they don't like their owners. And But at the same time, I can say these players are different. They're willing to go play for Utah. They're willing to stick with the Phoenix because why? First of all, they're going to throw everything at them. You're going to get the max. They just got to put the team over there to help you. 
this is the best time for the for the Clippers to win a championship. This is the best time for Brooklyn to win a championship with ease. We'll see. We'll see. But again, we're held to a different standard. No excuses. Can't use injuries. Can't use a short turnaround. Why? We're the Lakers. Oh, and don't think I forgot about you, Marcus. All you gotta go too. All hey, all due respect. We fucked with your brother. He will always be a Laker. You tried to do what your brother did. Uh, there was times where Vogel should have put you in the lineup because you would have been helpful, uh, depending on what the matchup was. And you do play hard. You just ain't got it for us, bro. You just don't have it for us. THT, honestly, cats is licking their chops because you are a valuable piece. It's one of those things where we don't want to give you up, but if it's towards a player that's going to make a difference in whether we win another championship or not, you know what it is.